I'm Rosa Mendez and I'm here at the number one Long Island broadcast, Monty Ferro. I had the best time ever. Hey, listen, Daddy. You're listening to the number one broadcast, Monty and Farrell, Daddy, in Long Island. The best pro wrestling broadcast of all time, I think. <laughs> Jimmy, I got to tell you, man, it feels good to be back on YouTube. It was uh, quite disappointing what happened to us, but we bounced back pretty fairly quickly. Well, what, what else would we do? We're almost at 5,000 subscribers. Well, speaking of that, man... Yeah. We need more members. Okay. What do you think we need to do to get the people of those 5,000 subscribers to come on and, and join the team as a Monty Nefaro member? Nudity is out of the question. Any other ideas? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. But what I, I do have a few ideas. Well, just like Prell, they should tell two friends, and they could tell two friends, and so on and so on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Check out all our content. Uh, but that's you know what? That's why you're you're the star of the show because guess what? Members get special content. Even we spoke about it. Farrell came to me one day and he goes, Man, what's the deal? I can't even watch some of these videos because I'm not a member. And I said, There you go, Farrell. You gotta be a member because this is what the members get. They get free content nice. that none of the other fans that watch this show get. That's right. You get Free autographs from some of these wonderful stars that come in, right? Nice. All you do is you go to the MNP webpage, or, right, our own page, yeah. and shoot us an email and say, hey, man, I want a picture of Tommy Rich. I want a picture of whatever. And, boy, that's we on its way. We give them their choice. That's right. We rock. We do rock. And you need to rock, too. Join. Straight out of ESO Studios comes Monty and the Pharaohs' number one after show, the only after show featuring me, ESO, and welcome everybody. Let's get this thing started. Oof. First thing I got to do is thank you fans for coming out and supporting me. It's always great to talk with you guys and get the emails and get the interaction going. It's been a, it's always a lot of fun. With thank you guys. Uh, next thing I have to do is, as always, I have to send a shout out to Mike Monty and Jimmy Farrell. If it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing this. And you know what? You got to catch their show, The Monty and the Pharaoh Show. It's on every Thursday night at 9 p.m. on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Live. It's also the featured show on the Intuitive app. Yeah. <laughs> A little L.A. night there. <laughs> so you can also find them streaming on every one of those podcast services. And you know what? Wherever you can find them, chances are you can find ESO and The After Show. And also, don't forget, Dan and Benny in the Ring is also on there. Yes. So last week I didn't get a chance to come on and, and do a show. I did do a quick send out to Mike, but he didn't get a chance to put it up. But uh, we did have uh, some sad news in the Monty and the Farrell family. Unfortunately, we lost one of our own Mike Mantor have havoc. I, I can't believe that I was in your show hours before I found out you passed away. And uh, I only interacted with you what two weeks ago. And uh, it was a uh, it was nice my brief interactions with you. I really enjoyed going on your show, and uh, I know you had plans to come back and reciprocate, but unfortunately, the things didn't work out that way. And I wish your your family family well in in this tough time for them. So, uh, well, on another note, uh, so the after show we've got some cool stuff coming up. So 
I think I'm going to try and go live next week. I was going to go live last week, but I had a little bit of an uh, internet issue up here in upstate New York. We had some ridiculous, ridiculous storms come through and uh, internet was kind of a little bit intermittent. And uh, unfortunately, I missed the second half of the Monty and the Pharaoh show and I was not able to go live with Mike Monty. But hopefully either next week or the week after we'll be going live and we've got some cool, cool stuff coming up. Some really, really fun guests. One of one of my favorite upcoming guests is a guy named Oscar Allen, Dr. E. Oscar Allen. You can look him up. The guy's been involved in everything. And uh, most of the interviews I see with him are very, very stiff and uh, kind of uh, a little bit on the dry side. But I know a different side of this guy and we're going to bring it out of him on the air. I can't I can't wait for that. So let's see. So, oh, well, we're on this, some of the stuff coming up on the network. We are already streaming on the ESO Creative Twitch site with right now I'm doing the WWE 2K23. It's it's a pretty cool game. It's a, it's actually a lot of fun. It's been a long time since I played video games, especially a wrestling video game, and this definitely definitely is a, a lot of a lot of fun. It's a lot bigger than the old games of the past and I am going to probably start streaming next week. We're just not sure on what times on the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch channel. And I'm going to start with the old NES wrestling games, muscle tag team wrestling and pro wrestling. Probably going to do all three of them in one episode. I don't think I can sit through playing more than a half hour of each one. So what we'll do is then take some synopsis, some video from them. We're going to bring them onto the channel and we'll go, to, we'll do a little bit of a review of the games and <laughs> see which ones are, are still fun to play and which ones really, really didn't hold up to the time. And I can tell you those ones on the NES, I've been playing with them a little bit. They're a little on the rough side. Pro wrestling is still a little bit fun, but man, that the muscle game M U S C L E with periods in between that, that's a that's a little uh tough to 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 play so is so is tag team wrestling by uh i believe it was tecmo but they ended up coming out with tecmo wrestling later on in the i believe it was 1990 and that ended up being a pretty pretty good game so let's see where are we at well listen uh we had some really uh we had some cool wrestling news i want to i want to just touch base on this week we had uh yeah jake the, on wrestling inc they were talking about jake the snake roberts actually performing the ddt for the first time in a long time <laughs> he struggled a little bit with it but you know what he nobody got it up from his ddt and i doubt whoever it was in that uh in that wrestling program got up after it either yeah everybody always sold jake's ddt and that's the way it should be now with finishing maneuvers. People shouldn't kick out of them five times. Only time you should ever kick out of a, of a finishing maneuver is on a pay-per-view or maybe, maybe a premium you know, main event on a Raw or SmackDown in a build-up match. But no, not in a not on the everyday basis like AEW and WWE do, do now. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox there. So WWE really, really pushed. Brock Lesnar, this is also on Wrestling Inc. Um, WWE really, really pushed Brock Lesnar this week. And unfortunately, the, the ratings did not come through. They fell flat. Listen, I am not surprised. I think WWE has been making a mistake for a long time with, with some of the ways these things have been being booked. I think yeah, the Brock Lesnar coming back every three months, the edge disappearing for months on end, all that stuff, I'm done with it. I think the average fan is starting to get fed up with it too. People don't care that Brock Lesnar came back. He just came back three, three weeks ago. 
And on that note, they're talking about that Cody Rhodes has to go over. Yeah, Cody, would, the only way Cody Rhodes is going to gain any credibility is going over Brock Lesnar. But the reality is it's not realistic. Cody Rhodes has no business going over Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is one of the goats. Cody, you're, you're a good talker. I love your promos, but you are, oh, you and Seth Rollins are, in my opinion, that second tier level. You're always going to be in that main event picture, but neither one of you should be holding the belts. That secondary title that that uh, Seth Rollins has for has is the one that you should hold. You should not hold the one that Roman Reigns has. There's very, very few people that I think are on Roman Reigns level at this point. And I mean, here, let's see, what do we have? We have Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, uh, Randy Orton. That's really about it, the, those big names out there. The the rest, I really don't want to see in the ring with with Roman. I know Logan Paul put, put on a great match with him, but again, Logan Paul, I put in that Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes level. Oh, they're right there. They're main eventers, but they're not the champions. So, again, get off my soapbox there. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, so Rick Steiner is at it again. So... Last year, Rick Steiner made some comments about uh, about somebody, and there was an uproar about it, and he was asked to leave the WrestleCon. Well, he had been invited back, and now they rescinded that offer, and he is now uninvited to WrestleCon. I think this is stupid. People should be allowed to have their own beliefs. I have my own beliefs. I try not to put my political stuff out there. It's just not worth it. I'm here to talk about wrestling and fun stuff i don't want to bring politics into this but honestly let the guy have his beliefs if you don't want to hear what he has to say walk away don't go visit his booth don't go buy his autograph that's the way you protest him don't kick him out of the thing and prevent the guy from having a, a an opportunity to make a living man it's not like it, i'm sorry this this world's just upside down backwards and then some Oh, let's see. What else did we have? Oh, let's see. So, you know, this coming week, we're going to have Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cameron Grimes, and LA Knight battle it for battle out for that United States Championship Invitational for the for a chance at theory. Who can go over in this match? Rey Mysterio? Nah, there's no way they're gonna they're gonna put him in a in a match with with theory. Sheamus? Maybe, but no. Cameron Grimes has absolutely no business being in there. And, of course, the MVP right now, L.A. Knight. Yeah. So who's going to be, who's going to have that chance to face Theory? It's got to be L.A. Knight. Yeah, there's not really any, there's nobody else that really can can do it. So, well, on that note, listen, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to go over a WWE magazine from, I believe it's November 1988. And it features one of my favorite wrestlers from when I was a kid, the Ultimate Warrior. Hell yeah. Yeah. Check this out. Recently, somebody got me this. This is the Legends WWE Mattel Dingo Warrior version of the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Check that out. Wish he was still alive because I'd love to get that autograph, but unfortunately he's well, he's no longer with us. And uh yeah, as much as I was a fan of him when I when I was a kid, it, as I got to be an adult, I realized what a kind of a, a tool he kind of was. 
changing his name to Warrior, you know, really not taking the opportunities to do things the way he should have, his attitude, um, especially if he didn't, if he disagreed with them slightly. Listen, I believe, I believe everybody should be allowed to have their opinion. And I may agree with you, I may disagree with you, but don't try and change my views uh, in an arrogant way. You should, uh, I'll respect your views, I'll listen to you, I'll process them, and if I want to take them on as my own, I will. Otherwise, I'm going to continue viewing things the way I want to view them. So <laughs> he, he really, the the, uh, the warrior really wasn't into stuff like that. He really, uh, <laughs> he tried to force his views down, down, uh, down everybody's throats. But anyway, listen, we'll be right back after this. And we're going to go over that magazine. I can't wait to take a walk down memory lane. We'll be right back. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs. Call 631 631- 299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. Oh. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. It's time to take a stroll down memory lane again, this time to November 1988 at a WWF magazine featuring the one and only the Ultimate Warrior. This is the Ultimate Warrior holding the Intercontinental Championship that he just attained from the one and only Honky Tonk Man. This was the beginning of the major, major push for the Ultimate Warrior that culminates in that WrestleMania 6 win over Hulk Hogan. Right now, we're in the Mega Powers buildup, which is that Randy Macho Man Savage Hulk Hogan angle. That's about to explode. So let's check out this magazine. On the cover, we have The Ultimate Warrior. The Fury Takes the Gold. SummerSlam 1988. All the results and exclusive photos. Randy Savage. Is he facing a conspiracy? Battle of the Titans. A special report on Bass at Brutalizing beefcake heart foundation versus the rougeos they set out to show the fabulous rougeos are not so fabulous <laughs> so yeah that's when the heart foundation had recently turned face so check this out so of course we open it up we've got the table of contents and we've got an ad for crush crushing it <laughs> that no longer exists as far as i know i think we just have sunkiss left when you can even find that First article that we're going to go into is it's uh, around the ring. And what this does is this is giving a culmination of the results of SummerSlam and the angles going forward and how they're going to lead into the Survivor Series. And then we have on the opposite page, we have a, an ad for the SummerSlam pay-per-view or the VHS. And how much was it back then? Oh, it was only $40 for the D, for the VHS and uh, well, six to eight weeks shipping and handling time. I don't miss those days. Could you imagine how people would react that now if you had to send a check out in the mail and then six, eight weeks later, you finally receive your package back? 
<laughs> wow, they would be flipping nowadays. If I don't, if people don't get stuff in two days, they uh, they're upset now. Let's see, we've got on the mat, which features the Don Morocco is now getting shadowed by the superstar Billy Graham because superstar acting more of a manager role for for Don the Rock Morocco at this point. Newsbreakers, Sugar Ray Leonard had attended SummerSlam and yeah, just interacted with the fans and with some of the athletes there. Personality profile this month features Paul Roma going on the single circuit. I believe this is just before the Young Stallions uh, got, got established. So you know, they were, Paul Roma had a great look. He just never got over in the WWF. He did to a point in the WC or yeah, WCW and was part of the Horsemen, but really he never he, he never lived up to the potential that, that they thought he would. Next, we have the ad for the ice cream bars. You guys hear me rave about them all the time. Bring those things back. I love them. I, I miss them. They, they were awesome. Next, we have an interview with the Ultimate Warrior where he discusses his win over the Honky Tonk Man at SummerSlam. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this. There was a, he, the Honky Tonk Man issued an open challenge, and the Ultimate Warrior came out and squashed him in what thirty seconds. <laughs> it, it was great. It was great. The Ultimate Warrior was so over then, and as a kid at that point, he was a larger than life superhero. I didn't realize his matches were squashes because the guy couldn't really couldn't really work a match because he he would blow blow up and be out, be winded after two minutes, but. You know, back then, hey, I, I had no clue. Next up, we have the art, another article from the cover. We have Battle of the Titans featuring Outlaw Ron Bass and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And this is about bull whips and brutality. And Ron, Ron Bass has spurs out. He's got a bull whip. All kinds of stuff in this weapons in his feud against Beefcake. And this just goes goes back and forth. And they, they had quite a few battles. And in the end, most of the time, the baby face went over. Beefcake won. <laughs> Next up, is there a plot against Macho Man Randy Savage? Are there sinister forces may be aligned against him? Hmm. I wonder if that's Hulk Hogan and Elizabeth. But in this article, it's about Bobby the Brain Heenan and the Heenan family, Jimmy Hart's family, you know, Andre the Giant, uh, Haku, that we have Slick and Big Boss Man. You know, back then, there were a lot of a lot of really good, uh, there was a lot of good talent back then. It was a lot of fun. This week, I wanted to focus a little bit more on a different part of the WWF catalog. So I took a picture of the posters that were available. Check this out. When I was a kid, I always wanted that Hulk Hogan six foot six poster, but yeah, never, never did get it. Uh, Demolition had that poster looks awesome. Check this out that Jake the Snake one, Bam Bam Bigelow, Brutus Beefcake, the Ultimate Warrior himself. Man, what a great time to be a WWF fan as a kid. There was some, some cool stuff out there. <clears throat> Next, we have the results of SummerSlam 1988, where the Mega Powers destroy the Mega Bucks. And we see the seed sowed really soon of the turning of Savage against Hogan for the lead up to WrestleMania 5. Back then, there were four major pay-per-views a year. You had SummerSlam, you had... The uh, Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. And over the course of the year, these uh, 
storylines played out and they were they really were long they were longer range back then kind of like this bloodline angle that's why everybody's really enjoying this bloodline angle it's the longevity of it and uh, back then you know you could see at this point the so the seeds being planted for that eventual turn so that was awesome but at this at this point the mega the mega powers destroyed the mega bucks and then we had the surprise of the ultimate warrior winning the intercontinental championship from the honky tonk man. We also had demolition, the champions going over the uh, former champions, the Hart Foundation. Speaking of the Hart Foundation, the next article is about them. They had recently turned face, and they were facing off with Jimmy Hart's proteges, the Rougeos. This was just about how, you know, you know just the feud in general, stuff like that. Next up, we have one of the most dangerous men that ever stepped into the squared circle. We know him as Ming. We know him as Haku. But at this point, we knew him as the king, King Haku. <laughs> Let's see. This says, is he the most WWF's most dangerous man? At that point, he probably was. <laughs> Next up, Private Eye, George the Animal Steel takes the... Uh, Detroit by storm. This is about uh, him touring all over Detroit, chosen by all the, the big landmarks at that point. At that point, Detroit was doing really well. That was before uh, before it really went went downhill. So wrestlers rebuttal this month. It's uh, Bobby Heenan saying he's sexy, and then yeah, whatever. We have Brutus Beefcake uh, responding with Heenan needs a haircut. Rick Rude, Bobby's got a style all of his own slick you can't deny it the bros got it all style looks and money coco beware bobby heenan the weasel is an ugly is ugly inside and out <laughs> of course we have the wwf crossword and the last page as always is a caught in the act this month it is ted dibiase putting money into the inside pocket of jesse ventura the caption reads Jesse the Body Ventura smiles in appreciation as Ted DiBiase gives him some greenbacks. Was it a gift or an attempt to grease the skids of victory at SummerSlam 1988? <laughs> wow. I love going through these magazines. It's a lot of fun, especially these ones from like the 87 to you know, like 1990 era. That was really my biggest wrestling fandom as a, as a kid. That's what made me a lifelong fan. So, yeah, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> so on that note, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, I'll be right back. Sir? Ah. Manscaped? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? You Love it. it. What do you use it for? Necessity. What, what don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. These wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the So pick. Manscaped there, is you, a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right? Hair on a woman, hair on a man, it's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. 
Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to go oh, do I a know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather going. have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, mm. then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy so if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has like I said, well manicured, yeah, you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides of that. Landing? I just don't. I don't want. <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that. Gotcha. As well. Oh, yeah, look but what you found. Ooh, I got to be all gotcha. honest though. Hey, the, ah. the, the older <laughs> I get though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I found it. I found it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is? Retro. Just Absolutely. You're like, whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, I'm 46, like it pops out? Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the <laughs> courage to get He's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, ace. Not, not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> listen, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't Super say Bush. I couldn't say it. Well, <laughs> if you have the same beliefs as Maven, does Manscaped could help you? Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a dropkick second. Uh -oh. Dropkick. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the After Show, found here only on the Monty and the Pharaoh channels. Well... Thank you guys for stopping by as usual. <clears throat> I got a I got a quick story to to tell before uh before we get going. So Marty Janetti and I have been in contact and he's been he's gonna cut some type of promo or a, you know ad type thing for for me in the show. And you know, we, we've been going back and forth on it for a couple of weeks. And yeah, uh, the other day I got an audio message from Marty at about 1.30 in the morning. I woke up to it and I was like, oh, awesome, awesome. This must be that, you know, that ad. Well, I would have preferred a video version, but, you know, audio is awesome, you know, especially, you know, most of you guys are listening on a, on the podcast, not seeing the, the video version, which, hey, how did you guys like the new, the uh, the blue set this week? Uh, let, let me know in the comments below. So, <clears throat> like like I said, I, uh, you know, I, I got this audio from Marty Gennetti, and I'm like, cool, I can't wait. So. I go and I open it expecting like, you know, maybe some sarcastic promo about my business or about me or you know, something challenging, something, you know, not what I expected. So I open it up and well, it was so good. I had to create a, a video version of it. So listen, check this out, guys. What I got, you got to give it to your mama. What I got, you got to give it to your papa. You do a little dance and you drink a little water. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. That was, uh, 
That was what I woke up to the other day, expecting kind of a, a promo. Instead, I got Marty Jannetty uh, singing to me, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, give it away. And uh, <laughs> an interesting rendition of it at that. So, well, uh, I just wanted to give you guys kind of a preview. I don't know if you guys ever see or go on to like Twitch and, and what you do. And as you know, I'm going to be streaming a history of video games of the past and i'm going to start with the nes and one of my favorites was a game called pro wrestling and what'll end up happening is what when you're watching the stream i'll be playing down here interacting and i'll be able to also see the chat so that i can talk back and forth with you guys too it, it should be a lot of fun i'm only going to spend a little bit of time on each of these games on the nes and then as we get into some of the better games that are a little bit more in depth i'll, I'll spend more a little bit more time on them now, pro wrestling was a great game for the NES, and I'll talk a little bit more about the history of it when we when we get to that game. But I just wanted to show you kind of what it's going to look like. Um, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little synopsis of those those streaming sessions, and I'm going to bring them onto the on, onto the show, and over time create a collection of these video games so that you know if anybody else wants to go and play them or see what these were about, you know they, they can. And uh, so. On that note, uh, I think I'm gonna head out of here, and uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta send a special thanks out to Mike Monty and Jimmy Farrell for letting me do this. It's, it's always fun, and you know, hey Marty, thank Marty Janetti, thank you for sending me that interesting, uh, interesting voicemail the other day, and uh, thank you to all, to all you fans, and oh, oh, yeah, we will be going hopefully live. I don't know if it'll be next week, but maybe as soon as next week. But we will be streaming live this week on the ESO Twitch channel and probably the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch channel also. I may even be able to, if Mike and I can set it up correctly, maybe I'll just stream directly on the, the Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube channel. That would be uh, that would be interesting. Oh, yes, and check this out. The day of Marty Jannetty's Dark Side of the Rink episode, Mike, Monty, and I are going to be doing a live watch-along, and we're going to yeah, kind of dissect this and you know, be there for our friend Marty as a... Uh, I hate to say it. I, I'm afraid this is going to be a hit piece on him. You know, I, I don't, I don't see anything else. I mean, the, those vice pieces, they're, it, it's, it's called, uh, I, I don't remember what the name of it, but it's definitely doesn't sound like it's going to be a, uh, oh, I think it's the world according to Marty Janetti. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, on that note, I'm going to get out of here. I'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>